You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur, and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale, and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity, and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams. So today I am with George, one of our mentees in the Service Accommodation Academy, who has gone from zero to seven high cash flowing properties. We're going to do a deep dive, sharing with you some amazing tips and tricks on how you can start, scale and grow your high cash flowing property portfolio. Great. So let's get into it. Great to have you with us, George. Thanks for coming on to the show. Uh, Really good to have you here. So we're going to be talking all things rent to rent service accommodation. You've gone from zero to seven high cash flowing properties. Uh, Could you just explain to us and the viewers, uh, what were you doing before you made that decision to go into property? Uh, I had a small business supplying phone parts. Okay. And um, why did you make the decision to jump into property. I just didn't enjoy it, fancy the change. Okay. So just feeling frustrated with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. So so why why serviced accommodation rent to rent? Why not commercial conversions or HMOs or buying deals? What was it about serviced accommodation rent to rent that appealed to you? Obviously startup capital and obviously the cash flow. Okay. Basically. Tick two boxes. Great. So cash flow, minimum cash in, maximum cash out. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about that, Ross, because it's one of your strap lines. Minimum cash in, maximum cash out. What, what do you even mean by that? Yeah, I think what people look at when they consider traditional property investing, it's about finding the worst house on the street, the one that they can't get rid of, the one that smells, the one that people don't want. It's about sort of targeting units like that, adding the value and making your money look that's traditional property investing let's not get confused this is completely different this is creative property investing it's about spending nothing to earn everything it's about controlling the asset to make your money with that asset okay interesting but um you know you hear i play devil's advocate uh, rent to rent's illegal ross it's subletting ross it doesn't work ross there's no way you can do that ross what, what do you say to those uh, people? Yeah, so there's a lot of misconceptions with rent to rent. Let's just be extremely blunt about this. I've been in the industry for 13 years. If it wasn't legal, if there wasn't any legal footing with what I was doing, I'd have been dragged through the courts and over the coals a lot of times <laughs> over the last 13 years. So look, quite simply, it's about having the correct legal framework to sublet to clients. If you take on the contracts as is, a lot of these contracts prevent subletting, but if you can get permission within the contract you have with an agent, landlord or a developer, that you have permission to sublet, it's completely illegal. Uh, it's completely legal <laughs> and above board. We're governed by the ombudsman, so we need to make sure everything's correct. And right, so, so in, es- in essence, as a rent-to-renter, we, we don't actually say I'm a rent-to-renter, we use the word relocations, but as a company that's been set up, you know, let's say it's a limited company, you're set up as a relocation, you are literally renting a property from an existing landlord, mm-hmm. you pay that landlord their fixed rent, and then the landlord allows you with the right legal framework to then sublet and use it as a, a HMO or in George's case, uh, serviced accommodation. Exactly that. So with, with me, like there's lots of avenues of rent to rent that you can explore, but one of the most lucrative, the, the, the quickest route to market, and for me, 
definitely the most profitable is serviced accommodation, which is providing an alternative to like a, a hotel or a B&B and offering an alternative to leisure guests, to contractors to provide a night by night accommodation. Great, good. So, so George, from, from the moment of deciding that you was going to get into property, you would have come across assets for life, you know, me or Ross, you came on the three-day serviced accommodation boot camp. Uh, you then invested into the serviced accommodation academy. From from your training, how long was it before you got the first deal accepted and over the line? Uh, a few I had a few knockbacks, a few yeah. months, I'd say five months possibly. Yeah. Around that's, that that's five to six quick. months. That's pretty quick, isn't it? And and how long have you been doing it now? 18 months the business has been set up but I suppose running properly just short of nine coming up to eight nine something like okay, that so, my so, maths is not great obviously. Right, so, so, so the first deal obviously is for a lot of people the hardest yeah. some people get a deal a week after advanced training uh, in your case it was you know give or take five months um, how, how did it feel when you got that first deal over the line yeah, it was good, but I had all the excitement with the other ones I got let down on. So <laughs> I'd say when it was signed, it was like, yeah, finally. So yeah, it was it was good. Oh, so yeah. you came close before then? Didn't yeah, you? a number of times. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So what offer accepted, or they said, and what, what, what? Give us an example of what went wrong with one of those. Um, one, I had a family member get involved, a, oh. a father, a brother-in-law who didn't quite understand and just sort of stuck his oar in, and two were just sort of. I don't know, don't really know. It was contract issues, not happy about right. this, that, and just went down to traditional route. That's okay. probably me not explaining it properly. Yeah, it comes with experience yeah, as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure the way you talk to a landlord or a letting agent now is very different, Completely to, different. To, to, yeah. to 18 months ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Great, so you get your first one over the line, you're like, fuck, this, this really does work. Mm. You then go from one to seven deals. How, how was you able to really scale that in quite a short space of time? Um, Yes, I JV'd with some people, couple of people, well, one person who's on the on the course as well, and that's it. Yeah, get uh, JV in terms of they put the money in. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. So you yeah. have used other people's money to fund your deals, your initial startup. Yeah, and then I did end up getting an investor as well, just from uh, a friend's brother, actually. Okay, great. That's amazing. So you're at seven deals now. Um, who who would you say your clientele is? Contractors mainly, okay. majority yeah, contractors. And why do you go contractors, say over holiday makers? <laughs> <laughs> the contractors are nice and easy. They yeah. are nice and easy. They're quite understanding. You you don't tend to find you got Wi-Fi issues until a leisure guest goes in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but no, they're, they're yeah, it's just nice and easy. Okay. And they're, yeah, tidy fellas. Yeah, and and obviously they they, they pay good rates. Yeah. I suppose for contractor, you know, you you've got a lot of experience in this. You know, what's your been experience with contractors? What why why are contractors so on it with serviced accommodation units now rather than staying at a travel lodge or a premier inn or, or a local hotel? What, what what's going on there? So, so naturally we can look at both markets and we can cater both, but I tend to focus purely on the contractors and it just comes down to this. There is no um, seasonal period with when it comes to contractors. If you can imagine, from this, pretty much from December the fifteenth to around the the fifth of Jan, that is the only quiet period you get all year round when you focus on contractors. Unfortunately, if you focus on le leisure stays, let's say I don't know Brighton, Blackpool, like ultimately during the summer months, it's phenomenal. Drops off a cliff during those winter months, and unless you've got contractors to support those winter months, you know leisure stays and holiday destinations can be quite a tough place. Mm. So for me, I prefer the contractors. A, they're all year round. B, less hassle. 
see I find they come back again and again and again to repeat bookings that I can do it directly. So there's multiple benefits to contractors and that give you an insight into some of them. Okay, so let's say someone's tuning into this, they get their first apartment, their first rent to rent over the line, Typically, a rent-to-rent unit will, will make a 1000 to £1,500 per month profit, some a bit more, some a bit less. How the hell do you find these contractors? How, how do you do that? So, like, there's multiple different ways to, to do it. Now, naturally, over the last 13 years, I picked up a lot of tips and tricks on how to approach contractors, grab their attention, and get the business. But we teach you how to leverage uh, the likes of Booking.com, Airbnb, the OTAs, the online travel agencies that are out there that support bookings coming in via leisure and via corporate stays. So we leverage the online travel agents. We approach companies directly in order to take on the business and naturally just offer an affordable solution to people coming to the area. Great. So with your units, George, you've got seven of them now. Does that take up a lot of your time? time in the week you know, how, how many hours would you say you spend on the operational side of managing those seven units I don't know I couldn't put an hour on it because yeah. yeah I don't know some weeks is busier than others in terms of bits and pieces do but you can do nothing like when I had COVID before Christmas I've done nothing and I was alright <laughs> and, and the business still maintains yeah, yeah 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 so obviously you do have to there's work to do but no it's not depends how far you want to take it if you want to push those direct bookings and obviously time if you want to push more units it's time but if you're if you've got to a figure and you're happy then yeah they can sort of tick over fairly easy okay so do you do the check-ins and check-outs no no i don't know no does someone do them for you or is uh, it i've got lock boxes lock boxes um yeah on all of them yeah that's really good isn't it because a lot of people think that running a serviced accommodation rent to rent business is going to literally be like a full-time job obviously it can be if you choose it to be you know what i tend to do in my when i'm finding deals i just want to focus on deals Mm. i want to focus on money and the rest of it i want to leverage and outsource that to someone obviously it's good that you get experience in managing your own properties as well and then you can build a team around you uh, but what, what's your view on that ross in terms of the time involved in building this type of business can someone do this just initially part-time how many hours a week does someone need if they're just starting out Look, I think like with everything, what you put in, you get out. So yeah. the more time you can devote to it, the quicker you're going to get results and the faster you're going to grow. And I'm sorry to sound like a cliche, but that's just the facts. Yeah. Um, now, in regards to like how long does it take to manage a unit, like my sort of take is, look, initially, understand the day-to-day operation. Be able to quantify somebody else doing it on your behalf. Now, the options you've got on other people doing it on your behalf, you could go with part-time staff, full-time staff. You could go with a VA. You could go with a PA. You could go with a management company. You could just go with, you know, somebody to help you on the ground. Ultimately, depends on what, work you want to put in yeah. like if you're quite happy to do the work initially grow your business and build as you grow then yes a little bit of time will be devoted initially but that time will soon relinquish and you yeah. can focus on the things that you want to do so, so how are you set up at the moment George is it just still you in the business do you have a team member do you have, have anyone in the team I leverage a cleaner quite a lot okay. um, but it took me a while to find her she's yeah we're on the same page with a few things like set up units and things that I don't do anymore, should do that. I've got list in place, things like that. I leverage her for other bits and pieces. Um, I think that's it. It's that, well, at the minute for me, it was finding that one person to, yeah. to take away 
some of them tasks because I was running around dropping linen off and things. That's time yeah. consuming. <laughs> but that will make, not that enjoyable. No, either, right? no, no. But that makes you want to obviously find that that person. So yeah, it's, it's more leveraging that that other person in terms of getting someone on. I haven't thought about that yet. I don't know. Not too sure. I want to take yeah. it really because obviously yeah. taking someone on is more cost and stress, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think as you build and grow. So you're on seven now. Mm. Um, where do you believe you'll be 12 months from today? Have you got a target? I don't know, yes, because I spoke too loud about my target at the beginning of the year and it's not gone to plan, so I don't really <laughs> want to say. But I'll double it up easily. Double, it, yeah. yeah. More, so an easy double, yeah? More, yeah, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah easy. Oh, that's brilliant, that's brilliant. Uh, what, what would you say has been your biggest challenge? Don't really know. Maybe there hasn't been my movie. No, no, maybe no, it's just been okay. <laughs> um, I suppose getting them originally getting so the, finding that, you, the deals. Yeah, finding that deal. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But I do, I do quite enjoy that. But yeah, I suppose that is the that was the most difficult part. Um, and I I don't enjoy the computer uploading all the onto the OTAs. So that that's okay. not really a that's not really a major issue, is yeah. it? Okay, so a few challenges, but again, anything can be, you know, anything worth having, anything worth fighting for, certainly in this high cash flowing strategy where you could be making a thousand to fifteen hundred pounds per month per property, mm. it doesn't take long to get up to forty, fifty, sixty, hundred, if not two hundred thousand pounds a month net profit. And of course, with that, there's going to be some few challenges and a few ups and downs. Um, how has Ross and the Academy and Assets for Life um, helped you and guided you through your journey? Yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely helped me with some things, especially the first first unit. That, yeah. that was big help. Um, it's just always good and having that bit of support there, especially someone who's done usually been through the things a bit more than what I have. Yeah. So yeah, it's hand. I like quite like the meetings because like the the regular meetings with the groups because if you're doing crap like there's nine times out of ten other people are doing crap as well, which makes I know it sounds selfish, but it does make it a little bit. Little bit bearable, to be fair. Do you know? I don't. Yeah, really you don't. See this, this yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. You are, yeah. I do enjoy. I, I know it sounds. I do enjoy turning up, and like that's why I come today, just to get feel what everyone's doing, see what's happening. It's good to see yeah. other people get results. So, yeah. Um, nice. and it yeah. Well, it's good to be part of the team, you know, and it is a team thing. You know, Assets for Life is a community. We've got different of all ages, all backgrounds, all levels of experience. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, obviously you've done amazing. So, you know, well done. So far, so good. You know, seven deals in the portfolio. Mm. I, I promise you now, George, that is going to be a massive inspiration to people listening in on this. And, and the fact that you're saying you're going to double in the next 12 months. I should do more than that, but I don't you want to talk to me. We'll be doubling in the next 12 months, okay? He will be doubling. Everything to or not, he will yeah, be doubling no, at yeah. least. To be honest, I, and again, I'm not taking anything away from George here, but you know, George could have doubled the amount of results he's got so far without a shadow right. of a doubt. But like with everybody getting into an industry for the very first time, you need to find your feet. You need to understand it, you know, see where the opportunity is. And I think that's something that George picked up on really, really quickly. And he's literally not looked back since, wow. in my opinion. And also it's about lifestyle as well, isn't it? You know, there's only so much money anyone needs. And obviously I love making lots more money, but I also want to make sure I've got a good quality of life. I'm a family man. I've got Holly, I've got my four, my four kids. Yeah, you were mentioning just before we went live that you got a few holidays booked, a few yeah. skiing trips. Is, is Do you see this as a lifestyle business? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um yeah, it's definitely something I want to build and keep don't know what to do, but definitely something I want to build on. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. And, and do you think one day you'd like to get into owning assets as well and I think that's a natural progression. That's yeah. already yeah, I'm already yeah, yeah. Already getting hungry to do that. <laughs> already having them yeah. 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 
yeah. we're positioning for, for, for the start of that more as a long-term game plan because naturally George is generating the cash flow and he needs to do something with that cash and that's something you're looking at creative options like a lease options yeah. and other bits and pieces so it's a natural progression to start looking yeah. at purchasing the assets. If, if you could share one or two tips or words of inspiration to anyone tuning in that is looking to start, scale and grow a rent-to-rent serviced accommodation business, what would you say to that person? I don't know, just don't give up, I suppose. Don't but give up, It yeah. should be the same with everything in life, shouldn't yeah. it? Well, um, you, you say that, but and most people the nose. do. Accept the nose, nose I love yeah, that. Accept the nose. So anyone tuning in, you're going to embrace yeah, rejection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get every investor, you're not going to get no. every landlord. You will lose deals literally at the 11th hour. But I always say, and I echo what you said there, George, don't give up, don't leave before the miracle ends. Mm. Because what a lot of people do, they just chase the shiny penny, they go from strategy to strategy to idea to job to business to idea. As soon as it gets a bit tough, they're out the door, they're chasing that next thing, five years forwards, they've done sweet FA. Um, So I think that's great uh, words of advice. Yeah, well, 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 thanks for coming in, George. It's been, right. been a pleasure having you on your show. Really, really appreciate your time. I think it'll be great to do a catch-up in a year and see, have you gone from 7 to 14, which I'm sure you would have done. You're, you're happy to come back in a year and, yeah, and do mind. a catch-up, George? If I'm still here. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> great. Well, look, thanks for coming in, mate. Thank you. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, Ross, any, any last words from yourself on yeah. you know, anyone? What, what would you say to people that are looking to get into this? So, look, I think for those of you guys listening to this, you know, sit, sort of sympathising with George's situation, one thing I will say is George is resilient. And, and it reminds me very much how I was when I first got into the industry. You get one no and it doesn't deter you. You don't want to let it hinder you. You just focus on getting to that point where you're, you're trying to get that first deal or your first investor. And I think his ten- being tenacious is absolutely key. Uh, I think the the fact that he's looking to do this to change his life has definitely been the driving factor. Yeah. And I really do believe that's why he's sat on the deals he's got right now. And to be honest, if we're, if we're both honest, he could be sat on a hell of a lot more than that. But, you know, watch this space, the course of the next 12 months. He'll get to 14 minimum, but I really want him on 20 by this time next year. Wow. They are yeah, great. And also, when we talk about education, you know, uh, you know, I own the UK's premier property business and wealth training company. Me and you are business partners, Ross. I think we'll be uh, almost three years uh, coming up to our three years very soon, if not more. Um, what what is a lot of people are asking us about the serviced accommodation boot camp? Uh, what is the serviced accommodation boot camp? I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the war and peace version, guys. But what it is is basically 13 years being in this business wrapped up into three days, where we go through every single aspect from the setup to you know finding the right area to to how to analyze deals, whether it's externally, internally, financially. You know, we make sure that you know how to identify the opportunities within the good locations, and most importantly, we take you through every aspect on how to go out there and secure it. So quite simple. Simply, if you're willing to put the work in, you're willing to show up and start putting things into action, it's the exact place you need to be to take this opportunity and turn into whatever you want. You know, mm. if you're looking to, um, you know, change your lifestyle, you're sick of lining your boss's pockets, you are, you know, sick of being in the rat race and you want more control over your life, well, this is the perfect starting point. You don't need tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of pounds to get into property like most people are led to believe. You can get in for a very relative 
entry point and ultimately take whatever you want from this business. Wow, awesome. So it's basically you showing them your blueprint, yep. the Whisper blueprint, taking someone new or experienced from start to finish on how to start, scale and grow a high cash flowing property portfolio in this creative property space. Yeah, but guys, I don't need to think that the way I'm showing you is any different to the way I do it myself. Look, I've built a portfolio between six to 800 units at any one point. Um, I've done thousands of deals over the last 13 years in this business. The exact same way I position at the very start when I go into the business to the way I do it now. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And for me, it allows you guys to follow a proven method that works, rinse, repeat, and then take whatever you want. From awesome. It. Well, great. Hey, nice one. Well, thanks for coming in, lads. Absolutely brilliant. So there you have it. A great introduction to Ross Malley, my amazing business partner. It was great to have George here. Zero to seven properties in the portfolio looking to double over the next 12 months. And look, where are you currently at now? Are you in a position? Are you working too hard? Are you not earning enough money? Are you in some type of bad debt? Maybe you've got a lot of money, but you haven't got time and you are worried about your financial future. And look, here's the thing. Life is for living to enjoy life. And the reality is we just don't know how long we have left. So maybe by watching this video, this is your moment. This is your time. This is your opportunity to do something different in order to get something different. Wow, there you have it. What an amazing interview with George, zero to seven properties. So if you are listening to this now and you're sick and tired of being sick and tired or you just want some extra cash flow, you are just one strategy, one investor, one property deal away from a completely different life. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in my next episode. You're listening to the Dealmaker Podcast, hosted by multi-millionaire property investor, entrepreneur and Guinness World Record holder, Liam Ryan. Discover how to start, scale and grow your business. Become a better negotiator, create more opportunity and make massive profit so you can live the life of your dreams.